0: Today with Sarah McInerney, weekdays from 10 on RTE Radio 1.
1: Now, Minister for the Office of Public Works, Patrick O'Donovan, is currently visiting West Cork to survey flood damage from the past seven days. Yesterday, our reporter Brian O'Connell went to Ross Carbury where the clean-up after record levels of rainfall is still ongoing. And this really was an incredible amount of rain and subsequent damage, wasn't it, Brian? Well, it was, because last Wednesday morning, the beaches were quite busy in West Cork and in Ross It's close to some of the best beaches in the area. But when some people woke up the next morning, their homes had been hit with about four feet of water. Flooding would hit again on Friday and there remained a yellow rain warning in place for parts of this week. And I suppose locals have fears again as we move towards the weekend. Just to give you a sense of it, 125 millimetres of rain fell Wednesday night in just three hours. Now, the previous record was 30 years ago and that was when 50 millimetres fell in 24 hours. So that gives you a sense of this sort of freak uh, weather event that happened uh, at 10 miles away in Skibreen they only had 25 millimetres so it was a very localised event and what was unusual about aspects of the flooding in recent days in West Cork is that you had about 20 homes several businesses hit in Ross Carberry alone but these were in high ground areas in some cases these were areas that never flooded before Okay so you spoke to some of those who were worst affected over the past week We'll begin in the home of Pauline Hayes she's lived on the street all her life she slept through the flood actually and didn't realise anything was wrong Wrong until she walked down the stairs Thursday morning, and in this clip, you're going to also hear from Carmel, whose husband has a very serious illness, and again, her home was also flooded. We're up in the hill, but it came in the back way, so we're going to go in and have a look at your house. So we're just going to turn off the uh, dehumidifiers. Is this the watermark here? It's about yes, maybe two feet, two and a
2: half feet. Came down the stairs and came half ways, and the whole place. Covered in water? No, no water, just muck. Muck? Yeah, and all the furniture everywhere. And the fridge on the floor. All my furniture in the front room was at the window. I said, what's after happening? Did someone break in? Until I just saw the floor and saw the muck. It went up three steps to the stairs. Your lovely kitchen gone? Everything, everything. Table and chairs gone. Everything that I ever had.
1: And yours is a house that never flooded. No,
2: never, never, never. My, I was born and reared here. Heartbreaking. Tis, it, it is heartbreaking. I'll be out of my house for maybe three to four months. There was two houses up here. I won't have two houses up behind me. They got it done. This is a
1: high area. I mean, it I is. should explain to people obviously who can't see, but we're up high.
2: Yeah, we're up on a hill. So it can happen to anyone yes. if we're up high or down low and that's the road up there behind. And if that fall goes to Lowell, it's all going up.
1: How long are you here?
2: We're here since last November. My partner Graham has terminal cancer. Sorry about that. But it came running down from Came Hill all the way down and straight in here and the stones came with it and then the water just came in under the front door.
1: Must have been devastating. Absolutely.
2: He stayed in the bedroom until it was all cleaned up and the neighbours here are amazing. Everybody. We had got three humidifiers and loads of people came down to help us mop out the place. I mean, we are uptown. Uh, we never, we've never thought in a million years we'd get flooded.
1: So that's Carmel and before her Pauline. Now behind their houses, Sarah, is a high road and there's one house on that road. And outside of it, there was a man trying to sweep the debris from the front of his house. I had a chat with him and despite the carnage outside his door, he was actually surprisingly good natured. How many years are you living here? 45. And what's your own name? Sonny Regan. Forty-five years
3: here. Have you ever had to worry about water going through your door before? I never seen anything like that before. And that road was done eight or nine months ago, completely And I know <laughs> it looks like a road you seen in a war zone. And tell me about the rain. I should. You could hardly see if there was another person standing in front here, like there now. You'd hardly see him with the height. Of the rain was coming down. I suppose we'd have to blame the hole in the ozone, would we? <laughs>
1: But, but isn't that a point, that this is
3: climate change? Oh, it is climate change, without a doubt. Like, in 45 years, I've never seen it so much be climate change. We can't. We mightn't stop it, but we can hold it back a bit anyway. Come out here and tell them what you think about it. You'll be on the radio or the television or something. <laughs> you, did you see the sludge or the water coming down then? Were you watching it? <laughs> Looking out the window for two hours. Upstairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's been like watching a film. It has, And like uh, that attic is insulated and all that. Normally when it rains, you wouldn't notice raining.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But you were hear a bit of yeah, it, off the roof.
1: Uh, at least you managed to escape, but the road is going to take a bit of repairing, isn't it?
3: Between the wall no, and that road, I say we'll be looking to have it into the middle next year before it'll be right. So that's uh, sunny, sunny as I was calling him locally. Um,
1: uh, there's a lot of good work happening on the ground. Cork County Council, they've got the N71 reopened. Some other roads need to be opened. But I suppose locals are looking for a multi-agency approach. You hear that a lot of times in flooding areas. That's what they want. Uh, I met with Michael Welch. He's from the local Tidy Towns Committee. And he told me why he thinks so much damage was done.
0: I suppose you have a lot of development, and um, hard surfaces where water would normally be retained or where you would have natural attenuation on the other hand then you have the agricultural side of it where ditches are knocked and there's a bit of clearing done so there's nowhere to retain the water so when it hits into the bowl which you can see around here at the top of the well the hilltops around here it falls into that it was just a volume of rain that fell over a short period of time now is this going to become more of the norm going forward we don't know I think we just have to plan for for this in future We're not planning for what happened 100 years ago We have to plan what's happening now
1: But I know in covering flooding events previously Sometimes it's where housing is built on What would have been natural floodplains Sometimes it's where rivers aren't being maintained People would argue they're not being dredged You're not keeping the floodgates uh, opened and away from debris But this seems to me to be a a multitude of things Came together at once here Yeah,
0: I would agree with you totally This is not a, a single problem Or there won't be a single solution to it you have the land, the development with agriculture over the years. You have all the, the building area, all the hard areas, all the natural attenu- attenuation areas. And where water would be held, they have all been, I suppose, eliminated over the years. So, and
1: I remember being at a conference in UCC maybe two years ago
0: where an expert was talking about paying farmers to allow their land flood. They were, there were natural floodplains there in the past. But I think the modern way of thinking, don't utilise the land that way. It doesn't do any harm if the land floods. This could be a test case for the rest of the country because what happened here is going to happen everywhere else in the future. You know, So I think there needs to be a national approach on this. It isn't just for Roscarberry, but Roscarberry would be an ideal test case for this to look at all the problems and come up with solutions
1: Brian, thank you very much for that report. And we'll be speaking to Minister Patrick O'Donovan after 11 o'clock. He is, as I said earlier, visiting the area at the moment. Right now, though, it's just coming up to 11 o'clock. We'll go to Susan Jackson on the newsroom.